Hey guys, in today's episode of the Olympic Coaching Podcast, we're going to talk about a really big topic nowadays in the nutrition space and diet space. It's a really popular diet. Um, it's gaining more momentum because people really want to be healthy. Um, more than just losing weight, people want to be healthy and prevent disease. And this is called the plant-based diet. Uh, and why is it called plant-based? Well, it's because uh, it used to be known as like being vegan or vegetarian, but that is becoming a little bit more gray these days when people aren't being 100% vegan or vegetarian. Um, and so they're calling it more plant-based, where you're just basically having more plants. And there's different ways of defining that, which I'll get into later. But I wanted to frame this first of how I'm going to look at this and how I'm going to explain it for you. I want to frame it in the context of deep health. We all want deep health. And so what goes into deep health? Uh, we all want relational health and existential health, which means we want to have like a purpose in life or a meaning to our life. We want mental health. We want physical health. We want emotional and environmental health. All of these things go into a, a life balance and an overall health that helps us feel comfortable, helps us feel like we are healthy. And if any of those are out of balance, like relational, physical, environmental, or we don't feel like we're existentially healthy, we don't have any purpose in our life, it can affect all the others. It can make sort of like this wheel feel out of balance because it's not perfectly round, because it's um, not contributing enough to our overall health. And so to put that in the frame, that becomes sort of a motivation for a lot of people going into considering a plant-based diet. And no one has ever really considered this so much as we have been able to now. Like way back in history, um, long, long ago, we didn't even have the options that we have now. People didn't used to be able to get imported foods or foods from all over the world and they didn't have the kind of food selection that we have now. Over the generations, we've actually developed food to be sweeter, to be more nutritious, to um, have more vitamins and minerals. We've been able to select different foods that we want um, that are more palatable, that are easier to digest, uh, which is crazy. Like generations ago, watermelon had a lot more water content, but now it has a little bit more other contents in it. Or corn used to be less sweet, used to be more bland, but now we have sweet corn that we have almost every day in America, some form of corn, it's in most of our foods. Uh, but now, in the 21st century, we have more options than ever before where we get to have a wide array of options to choose at a grocery store. We get to have whatever we want on our plates, whatever we choose. We have multiple different ethnic restaurants we can go to. Um, and so, as our bodies are changing throughout over time, like, we have all the choices in the world. We have all the power in the world to choose to do whatever works for our body. And every single body is different. And so when it comes to a plant-based diet, let's dive into this and see what is a plant-based diet and can it or can it not be good for you? Um, and what does it mean to live plant-based? And so in this context of deep health, um, in that pursuit of deep health, people may choose different levels of being plant-based. You might just be plant-curious, uh, which means that you just want to experiment and you want to learn more about being plant-based. And plant-based could mean 100% plants, you're not eating any animal products. 
uh, or you might just be experimenting with it and trying to have more plants in general. So if you're plant curious, you're just looking for more plants in general, you're trying to experiment and learn uh, what could the benefits be. If you're being more plant forward, that means you want to be more significantly plant-based where more often than not, you're going to choose a fully plant-based meal. You're not going to have any or very few animal products in that. And animal products just means like meat, dairy, eggs, fish. Um, that's kind of the general animal products there. Uh, you could be fully plant-based, and that means you're excluding all animal products from any of the food you eat. So you're not eating any dairy, any eggs, any meat, any fish, any anything like that. Uh, but then you can take it all the way to the next level of being a fully plant-based lifestyle. And this is where you're not only not consuming any animal products uh, for your food or your liquid intake, you're also not even you consuming any animal products or anything that you wear or you use. Um, so that means like you're not even going to have leather uh, in your wardrobe. And so these are just four different levels. You have your first level of plant curious where you're checking it out, plant forward where you're actually trying to be more plant-based than not. Fully plant-based is you're not having any animal products and then having a plant-based lifestyle which is avoiding all animal products in general. So <clears throat> these are the four different levels. So super interesting. Um, but when we're wanting to pursue deep health, why would we choose to be plant-based? Usually uh, people will choose it for several reasons, but for some of the top reasons uh, is because people want to have a better overall diet quality. Maybe they just feel like the quality of their food isn't that good, whether it's animal-based or not. Um, and they feel that eating more plants in general is going to be helpful to their health. Maybe they want to improve their overall health. Maybe people are just unhealthy. That Maybe they've been diagnosed with something and uh, their doctor or even just their gut feeling tells them that being more plant-based may be helpful for helping them improve their overall health. Um, improving athletic performance. Certain athletes um, have experienced and you can probably even watch some Netflix documentaries on this uh, about certain athletes have done really well transitioning to more of a plant-based diet um, and it's helped them improve their performance. And then another big topic that I'm not going to dive in too much today, um, but it's helping the environment. And so uh, around 50% of people will list, you know, in more environmental consciousness or having more of a sustainable agriculture would be one of their uh, reasons for going plant-based. But when you look at the research, look at different studies and it's hard to find consistency in studies because every study frames their methods differently and they get different conclusions or they're, they're looking at different results and so it's hard to draw a single conclusion or make anything exactly the same because every diet is doing something different or every study is doing something different and so if you look at different meat studies um, it's up and down like uh, specifically with red meat you know, there's been a lot of studies that have, that have shown that, uh, you know, eating lean cuts of meat, um, like the whole cut of meat, is not necessarily a, a direct cause of any major lifestyle-related disease, like cardiovascular disease or cancer or things like that. 
Um, the only thing they've been able to see some interesting uh, correlation, this doesn't mean it's a direct cause, but they've seen some positive correlation with highly processed meats. Uh, that could be like bacon, sausage, hot dogs, sometimes uh, like high sodium deli meats um, or smoked meats, things like that, things that are highly processed um, that go through a lot of steps to get to your plate. Um, those have shown some positive correlation to having some um, effect on lifestyle-related diseases. But uh, with even with a plant-based diet, there is plenty of products out there and with all the plant-based options out there now that are extremely highly processed. Um, and they have lots of hydrogenated oils in them. They have lots of processed things in them and preservatives or isolates, like protein isolates in there. And so it's not any less processed than like a processed animal-based product. Um, or you could, anything fried, be it plant-based or animal-based, that's probably not going to be super good for you. <laughs> so these are just kind of interesting things looking on both sides of the equation. Uh, but what research does consistently tell and prove is that more plants in general is probably a good thing. People who generally eat more plants have lower cardiovascular disease risk, they have better cholesterol, they have better blood lipids or triglycerides, and they have lesser incidence of uh, other lifestyle-related diseases, and so, and even lesser incidence of obesity, because there's a really important thing that happens whenever you are um, taking in more plants. Not only are you preventing cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, uh, certain types of cancer, obesity, and dyslipidemia, you're also just displacing other foods. That's a really important thing to get is when you're displacing foods, like the unhealthy foods you might choose if you're replacing those with plants in general. This could be uh, fruits or vegetables or even just other uh, whole grains you know, coming from plants. Uh, if you're replacing those foods called dietary displacement, where you're replacing high processed foods with these more energy-dense foods or nutrient-dense foods that are whole grains and fruits and vegetables and legumes and beans, uh, it's going to replace those foods and you end up not being hungry. You're going to have really good micronutrients like vitamins and minerals and fiber in your diet and uh, it's going to help improve your insulin sensitivity. It's going to help you uh, feel fuller for longer and not have to fill up on those highly processed, really energy-dense or high-calorie foods. Um, that just don't make you feel great. They aren't good for your body. So no matter what you eat, whether you are plant-based or not, generally eating more plants is a good thing. And so super interesting there. Um, but if you do choose to be plant-based, to experiment with that, I will say that um, like many long endurance related sports athletes um, they have such long training hours or such long uh, races or events that uh, sometimes being plant-based may make more sense for them because um, by nature a lot of plants or plant-based meal will help you feel lighter because it can be a little bit higher in carbohydrates it's not going to be super heavy in your stomach and so that's why a lot of endurance athletes really like that they found success on plant-based diet 
Uh, but you can also look at the flip side where there's been tons of athletes around the world who have 100% healthy blood parameters, good health, low inflammation and everything. They're managing everything well and they're not on a plant-based diet. But you can see some common trends throughout all athletes who are doing incredibly well and feeling at their best is they eat a lot of plants in general. Um, and they, and depending on if they're plant-based or not, they just get their protein from plants or from animal products or both. And so uh, when it comes to plants, if you want to be plant-based, it just takes some consideration for how you want to do that well. And so um, there are some things you have to consider with being plant-based, like it's possible uh, to be deficient in some vitamins because your body has to uh, convert some things it gets from plants uh, into something a substance that can be usable by the body. And so that means you can become vitamin A deficient, you can be B12 deficient or zinc or iron deficient if you're on a plant-based diet where you're not having any animal products. And that's not a bad thing. It's pretty easy to supplement with that. Um, just being aware of that, that, especially for B12, you may have to do a B12 supplement um, on a plant-based diet. But a lot of times with people who are plant-based, simply taking a quality whole food multivitamin uh, will get the job done, help you feel at your best. Uh, but the other thing is protein. Um, so it's you can get enough protein being animal having an animal-based diet or a plant-based diet, like a mixed diet or a plant-based diet. Either one can get you enough protein. Uh, people tend to use animal products for protein because simply they're just more protein dense, like there's a higher amount of protein per serving. Uh, and that's fine, and it's not, it's not wrong in any way. Um, if you're on a plant-based diet, it's going to take more of a team effort. You're gonna to have to combine multiple different colors of foods and food groups to be able to get all of your protein needs. Um, and so, and you might even have to consider taking um, like a, if you're a competitive athlete, if you're just an average person and you're just wanting to be physically active day to day, you probably won't even need to consider supplements. But if you're plant-based and wanting to be competitive or train really hard and work out, uh, pretty hard as a hobby, you'll probably need to consider taking a supplement because uh, the RDA, the recommended dietary intake of protein is 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. But that's actually just like a bare minimum for survival, for basic quality of life and feeling normal, uh, normal body processes. But that does not take into account a really physically active person. If you want to be thriving in your health, if you want to be physically active in good shape, then you're probably going to need more like 1.2 to 2.4 grams per kilogram of protein per day, um, depending on how physically active you are. Um, and especially for aging women who are over 65, um, just to decrease the amount of muscle loss. We all lose muscle um, and strength as we age because our body just becomes a little bit less efficient as we get older. Um, women over 65 especially um, are rec actually recommended to have 1.2 to 2 grams per kilogram of body weight per day, uh, which is a, it's not a small amount of protein. Why is that high protein important? One, it, it helps maintain every body structure, your hormones, your enzymes, your for your digestion, but also your lean mass, your, your muscle and bone mass. 
Uh, protein is involved in all of that. And so by having a higher protein diet, that does help you feel fuller for longer, but also allows you to feel good and at your best and perform your best, um, whether you're looking just for a basic functionality or you're trying to perform. Um, and so on a plant-based diet, um, that can be challenging uh, because your highest protein options are going to come from beans and lentils um, or other products like uh, tofu or temp. So, and these are like your highest uh, protein products um, while getting some protein from higher protein grain options or um, every fruit, every vegetable also has a certain degree of protein in it um, per serving. Uh, but if you have all of those mixed of the beans and lentils, the temp tofu, or the grains and vegetables, then you're going to get plenty of protein if you're having the right portion sizes. Um, so just to know that, man, it's, it's going to be a team effort on a plant-based diet. But it's totally possible. Um, and yeah, by having a plant-based diet, you, are, you may miss out on a few of the zoo nutrients that can be in animal foods and that's kind of like the equivalent of phytonutrients in uh, plants, but it's not all bad. It's totally possible to be completely healthy on a plant-based diet and an animal food or mixed diet as well. Uh, but according to whatever your nutrition level is right now, if you feel confident that you want to be plant-based or you're just curious about it, uh, if you had no idea what you're doing, then man, you can get a professional to help you. Like as a nutritionist and lymphic coaching, like we want to help you do whatever you choose to do, being a mixed diet or plant-based diet, we want you to do best. Um, in this podcast, the, the reason I wanted to talk about plant-based is I just wanted you to know a little bit about, man, it is possible to be healthy if it's on either a plant-based or non-plant-based diet. Um, and if you choose to be plant-based, man, hit us up if you, if you need help in doing that well. Um, and on the environmental thing, just real quick, sustainability and environment is a very complex issue because agriculture and governments, yeah, uh, there is a, we can want everyone to have sustainable farming and not use fertilizers and pesticides and everything. Um, but there's this really complex issue of where Governments and farmers have to choose between the balance this issue of we want to feed the world and decrease world hunger while we also want to preserve our soil and uh, not make our crops vulnerable. And so by doing all these monocrop structures, we're producing a ton of food in large amounts and these huge farming operations using fertilizers and getting the you know, growing this stuff super fast, we've been able to decrease world hunger significantly over the past 30 years, um, giving people more access to food. Distribution is another thing, uh, but there is more food production that has decreased world hunger in general. Um, but on the flip side, we have made our soil and our crops vulnerable by producing uh, like single crops and not rotating very much and not using natural methods um, and so there's, there's a big, big debate on that. And so and it's not an easy thing to address. And so if you want to dig deeper in that, you can ask me to do another episode on this um, to go deeper into that. But 
just to say it's a pretty complex issue that it's not easy to make decisions on. It's good for some people to do more sustainable agriculture and it, it may make sense for some to continue doing what they're doing. And, and it, I don't know, it's, it's hard for me to make a judgment call on that. And, uh, but in general, you as a consumer, what you can do best to take responsibility yourself is to read the, the label. Um, if you see lots of whole ingredients, you can actually understand what the names are, then that's going to be a, a best choice for you. Um, but if you like this podcast, uh, let me know. If you want to ask me more questions or give me more topics to talk about, um, shoot me a message at Linfit Coaching on Instagram or at Caleb.Linfit on Instagram, and then I'll try to make an episode about it. So I hope you like this episode on plant-based and we'll hit you up next time.